Oké, ik stuur een koka gomian stikkie stikkie. Hallo, en ik just want to welcome all of you for coming and thank you. Um, I know it's snowing out there, and um, my colleague over here, she comes in from Siksika, and I live in Morley, so we have about three hours to drive in between, and I just want to thank my family for showing up, my oldest son, um, my brothers that are sitting in the back, Jordan and Byron, and everyone else that's here. Okay, my topic is on developing a First Nations Education Act in Canada towards a balanced approach. Okay. On the need for a balanced approach for First Nations education, is the notion of a balanced education getting lost in this proposed legislation? What does a balanced education look like for First Nations people. A balanced education for First Nations people has a number of basic elements. It is grounded in traditional knowledge and culture. It includes First Nations worldviews across all First Nations communities. It requires constant input from First Nations people in establishing any First Nations Education Act. It is grounded in our way of life. It focuses upon traditional ways of knowing. Blackfoot Pedagogy. One approach to First Nations education. First Nations pedagogy includes the teachings from elders, who are First Nations eminent scholars. In this case, it would require input from Blackfoot eminent scholars. First Nations worldviews include the history, language, and culture of living beings. Blackfoot's holistic worldview would be a focus in this educational approach. Traditional teachings are passed down through oral history, sorry, through oral history storytelling, and living the humble, sacred life of the ceremonies while speaking the Blackfoot language. What are some specific features of a balanced approach to a Blackfoot education? For example, in a Blackfoot context, these would be practicing the secret sacred ceremonies, Focusing on identity information through exposure to Blackfoot culture. Daily requirement to speak the Blackfoot language. And understanding and acknowledgement of the Blackfoot history. Also, a cross-curricular integration of the Blackfoot worldview. What are some features of a balanced approach to Blackfoot Education, sorry. This thing just kind of changed. Yeah. Skip the slide. Right there. That's the one. That's the one. That's right. There. I'll go to the next one. Yeah. No, this is the one. I didn't do this one. Yeah. No, I think we did that. Okay. What are some features of a balanced approach to Blackfoot education? 
Number one, a construction of indigenous realities while developing and using a Blackfoot worldview that distinguishes reality and truth. That's the consciousness of Sikhsikaitsitapi. Integration of the holistic view of Blackfoot worldview. Interrelatedness of all things as means for understanding the nature of consciousness and ways to generate knowledge and truth. And this is from Betty Bastien's. What are some specific features of a balanced approach to Blackfoot education continued? Okay. A focus on the notion. No? Is it? This thing keeps jumping. Yeah. It's not a bat. Okay. A focus on the notion that knowledge is contextually created. An awareness of the cultural, social, and political significance of colonization an exploration of cross-curricular application of indigenous knowledge. Okay. A First Nations approach to knowledge and education is indigenous science education is broad and deep. It is a body of traditional and cultural knowledge that serves to sustain the living nature of the environment and the people are the stewards of the knowledge. It includes a spirituality that begins in the process of exploring and coming to know the nature of the source of life that moves in, to e in each of us through and around us. Indigenous science is unity that has balance. Knowledge is completeness in its most profound form. Stories tell us about the natural laws of balance, activity, and interactions of indigenous peoples. For example, Gipatapi Sunun is a Blackfoot word that means our way of life. The stories, language, culture, and ceremonies are all combined together as one. It is a part of the everyday life for the Blackfoot people. Gibatabi Sinun is the teachings that have been passed down from generation to generation. Gibatabi Sinun reflects on all aspects of the Blackfoot education. It encompasses all teachings from infancy to elderhood. The teachings are the, edu the, teachings are the education that the Blackfoot people have always taken pride in. The teachings include skills that are studied, practiced, and collected so we can maintain a balance with Gibatabi Sinun. The teachings are taught by people who follow the protocol and have shown many years of dedication to Gibatabi Sinun. Gibatabi Sinun oral tradition oral traditions, culture, continuity of the collective, ceremonies, stories, oral teachings, connections, stories, and landscape, experience the interconnections of life. Blackfoot values in education. 
The teachings consist of values that are practiced in the Blackfoot way of life. They are Atsimuiskan, Gimabibitsin, Innagutsisin, Ichbibututs, Nitsitabibatabisin, Akstuibatabisin, Ispumanitabisin, Ochkanastuka, Ichkinatabschi, Bumutsisin, and Kakyusin. Interpreting the meanings of these values, prayer, show kindness to others, honor, purpose in being, bravery, being a strong person who is kind and generous, everything occurs in pairs, personal responsibility, be alert and pay attention. These are just some of the values. We, I didn't name all of them, otherwise we'd be here all night. Okay. These are the values and is the protocol of the Blackfoot people. Education is seen as a guide that helps the Blackfoot people grow in these values and educate our children about them. This keeps our identity strong. These values also keep the circle strong so we can maintain a healthy balance throughout our lives. We cannot leave one ingredient in ingredient out because it doesn't accomplish the purpose of following and understanding The teachings include being humble so you can listen and understand what the elders are teaching. Listening so you understand the effectness the values can have for one's life. Revisiting our critical inquiry question. So does this new First Education Act have a First Nations balance to it? For it to have a First Nations understanding of balance, it must have some of these essential qualities. The proposed First Nations Education Act needs to focus on keeping the circle strong and meaningful. From a First Nations perspective, it must honor and include elders as teachers and eminent scholars who continue to transfer traditional beliefs and values in children. It must include First Nations worldviews and languages. Importantly, it must have an ongoing First Nations input into its construction and ongoing revision. The new proposed act has not been passed but is still a major topic for all First Nations people. If this new First Education Act actively seeks out Gibatapisunun, it may succeed. Without Gibatapisunun, it may be the source of a further misguided legislation. Thank you. Uh, I just want to, um, I have some slides here that um, I won't be able to, um, I'll, I'll show after our break, but I just wanted to acknowledge um, our professor here. Um, he really helped us stay focused on this topic, and I just really want to thank you for that. And um, I would like to take this opportunity to thank the professor who made this possible for myself and my colleagues to present and voice our concerns so that we can be heard from a First Nations perspective. 
And um, thank you, Dr. Lance Grigg from the University of Lethbridge. I was born and raised on the Blood Reserve. My parents are Chester, are the late Chester and Linda Brewsthead. I went to residential school at the early age of five years old. <coughs> Excuse me. My childhood experience was very negative and a sad part of my life. Today I'm proud to say that I am doing my master's program at the University of Lethbridge. I have six brothers and one sister, and seven of us have all moved on in our education. We all have our degrees, like my oldest brother Jordan said, and Byron sitting in the back. Um, he's in the master's program too in the education, and um, we've come a long ways with our struggles. And just from us three presenting, um, coming from, um, you know, living in a community where there's alcohol, um, poverty, um, you know, children being taken away, um, and you hear the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, the emotional abuse that we had experienced at these residential schools. And today... I work part-time with a lawyer, you know, with a law firm, and we're working on this, um, um, what's it called, IAP program, helping people continue to fight, um, you know, what happened to them at these residential schools. So for the three of us, it's really important that we were able to um, voice our concerns and what we think is important, and I'm sure everybody else in this room has something to say, too, about what happened at, at these schools. And it was horrible. You know, the living conditions were horrible and the loneliness that we experienced. And you see our people walking on the streets, and it's not their fault. It's just they just did not overcome what happened to them or what, their, you know, what happened to their parents. It's just a ripple effect. And now with this new proposed Education Act, it may sound good on a piece of paper, but in reality, you know, if we don't face up to those policies, what next is going to happen to all First Nations people in Canada? Thank you. Can we just have a hand up?